global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. U.S. Stock Index future is rising. Let's go to the first word breaking news desk for today's morning call. Here's Bill Maloney. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Karen. U.S. futures are higher but have paired some of their gains since the last time we spoke. Dow futures currently higher by 69 points. S&P's gain 8. And Nasdaq futures rise by 12. The U.S. 10 yield at 1.76%. After the Bellis Night Gap, April comp sales missed estimates. Shares are down 12% pre-market. And Rackspace Q1 and JCPS topped highest estimates. Regarding earnings today, Lumber Liquidators Q1 sales missed estimates. Shares are down 13% pre-market. Allergan EPS beat, revenue missed, and Norwegian Cruise sees Q2 EPS below estimates. In other news, Persian Square said to sell part of its stake in Zoetis and Allergan to buy back up to $10 billion in stock. Finally, some of your Wall Street upgrades and downgrades. Solar City cut to neutral at Bank of America. Amazon price target raised to a street high 1000 from 770 over at Bernstein. Wayfair cut to neutral at Citigroup. Rackspace cut to outperform versus strong buy at Raymond James. And HCP raised to hold over at Jefferies. Live from the first breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Karen? Thanks, Bill. To hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg, type Squawk Go in your terminal. That's S-Q-U-A-W-K Go. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Karen, thank you so much. Greatly appreciate it. Within within the uh, the jumble of it all, we need to look at Small business. We'll do that here in a moment. Bloomberg Surveillance is always brought to you by Invesco. Invesco believes it's time to bench the benchmarks to consider active management and factor-based strategies. Find out more at Invesco.com slash high conviction. Mike's small business, remember them? I remember them. They get they get ignored, which means it's a good time to speak with William Dunkelberg as we look at the small business economy. And what he learns from the acclaimed NFIB survey. Is the survey giving you good information, Bill Dunkelberg? Well, we think so. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, you know, NFIB has a membership of about 350,000 firms, and we have about 2,000 respondents in, in the April survey. Uh, so even if it's not a perfect uh, representation of the small business sector out there, it represents an awful lot of firms, and of course, those 350,000 right. members we have are hit by the same forces that the rest of them are. So I think we're in good shape. There, well, you're in good shape. There's a recovery. I get that, but it's nowhere near the average of 1985 to about 2004, with a new idea of a lower terminal value, a lower potential GDP. Is small business hit harder? Are they part of the mix with big business, or do they actually do better? Which is it? Well, it, it varies. Historically, of course, we, we produce half of the private GDP uh, in the small business sector. Uh, right now, you know, we, remember most houses in America are built by small businesses, not not the big famous names that are on the board. Uh, and that market is doing pretty well. It's pretty clearly uh, running short of labor. That is, there are a lot of problems uh, in the construction sector finding qualified workers to get the job done. So, you know, so we're doing, you know, pretty well. But you're right, it's a, it's been a sub-normal uh, recovery. Uh, the index hit a high of 100 in December of 14. It's now at 93.6. And the average over 40 years is 98. So below average recovery it has been. 
Does the uh, does does what you're finding in your survey mirror what's happened with the rest of the economy? The the bigger boys out there that we were getting better, then all of a sudden hit a pothole in the first of the year. Uh, first quarter was terrible, and now we're coming out of it. Well, that's basically right. We've had the, the index declining just by fractions of a point uh, for the last three months. So this increase of a full point uh, certainly ends that but still leaves us well below the average, so there's a, a lot wanting. Uh, the real problem is expectations for the future. Uh, the net percent of firms who think their real sales are going to go up is sitting on the zero line, net percent playing that inventory sitting on the zero line. Uh, about 20 percentage points more of the owners think that the economy will be worse in six months than think it will be better. So that's kind of the outlook that they have yeah. for where the economy is going to go. I thought the wage dynamics are very interesting. What's the backstory there, Bill? I mean, when I look at wages, benefits, et cetera, is this a group that's going to get clobbered by premium increases for the Affordable Care Act? Is it? Is that not really part of the issue and part is, say, increasing minimum wage? What's the backstory dynamic? of wages in small business. Right. Well, you, you pointed up two important things. One is that we do have a, a rising minimum wage in various states and cities to comply with. Uh, so that's one. And the other is, you know, is the rising cost of the benefits. So we, we find a, a historically very strong percentage of our owners, around 25%, say they're raising worker comp. But, you know, I could call you in and say, hey, Tom, you got a $2,000 raise, but... Uh, no increase in your take-home pay because that's covering the cost of your in, your health care insurance policy. What's the outlook for hiring? That's the the bottom line question for everybody, particularly yeah. with small business, which yeah, creates absolutely. so many jobs. Yeah, the the hiring numbers uh, have really held up pretty well. They accounted for half of the gain in the index. Uh, you know, every you know every year we get three million more people, so that's barber shops and and uh, all kinds of things like. Like that, so we always are kind of looking for workers and hiring. The question is, how many? So the the job openings number told us that uh, that was 29 percent. So they had a hard to fill opening. Said the labor market's tight. Complaints about finding qualified workers are very high. About 12 to 15 percent say they can't find a qualified uh, employee, even though 45 percent were hiring or trying to hire. So they can't find any workers out there. And the, and the net percent who plan to create jobs is sitting around 11. So that's a good, that's a pretty good number. Uh, be mm -hmm. nice to see it at around 15 to 20 range, but, uh, in this expansion, that's certainly a good number. Bill Dunkelberg, thank you so much. Greatly appreciate it. He's the uh, Chief Economist, National Federation of Independent Business, also holds down a fort, uh, at the University of Michigan, uh, as well. Michael, it's amazing to hear Bill there. There's been a real sea change from the almost shock of non-recovery to a legitimate recovery and going back to, from the jobs report, the overarching optimistic issue. People yeah. can't get people to work. Well, basically. And yet. Yeah, go ahead. No, please. Uh, no, I was just going to say, it's it's very much like uh, what we're seeing all over the economy with uh, things were terrible, now things are better, but they're not great. You know, they're, they're, they're muddling along. But uh, as you're saying, jobs, the one area where... They have the same problem, finding yeah. jobs. Fascinating. Bill Dunkelberg with the National Federation of Independent Business. Uh, futures up eight. Stay with us. Bloomberg Surveillance. 
Now, that with all due respect, highlight brought to you by Land Rover. If it's in your nature to cast off the everyday and seek adventure, the Discovery Sport was built to help your search. Visit Land Rover, tristate.com, or call 1-800-FIND-4WD for details. Land Rover, above and beyond. 